Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Man, it feels like a long time since we've been back here at uh, the microphones, doesn't it? Podcast Central. Seriously. Blow the dust off this thing. (laughs) Where have you been? The last month? Like, I don't know, all summer sort of feels like. Well, I just finished a weekend of putting in canned lighting in my lower level. So it feels like I've been doing that for four months. I'm not an electrician. (laughs) And I've been around. Where have you been? (laughs) I've gone. 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 I I, uh, I have been in the wilderness with the Lord. Uh, Gone in so many ways. (laughs) Yes. Welcome back. Yeah. And welcome back, friends, to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. John Eldridge and Craig McConnell kind of marveling over, wow, summer and all that it means and coming back into September here and feeling the pace of things picking back up. And it's great to be back in the studio. Wanted to share some thoughts actually with you, our listeners, of what God's been teaching us over the last several months. Kind of um, summer tends to be a, a unique season maybe a little bit less hectic of a pace, or I don't know, somehow it always provides each year an opportunity for me Mm -hmm. to process some new um, Mm -hmm. spiritual lessons and maybe a little bit more breathing room to hear from God. That's definitely a little more space. Yeah. 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 So what pops out for you, John? Um, Oh, man. The summer was beautiful. The summer was also very poignant, um, which I know it actually turned out to be for you as well. We run really hard here at Ransomed Heart, kind of um, sort of mid-August through May. You know, that's kind of our season. We kick in with a boot camp or an event in August, and then we we go hard with, you know, creating film series and events and travel and, you know, all the things that we do. And then come about June, we try and get some Sabbath. <laughs> and, uh, Actually, that's when we collapse. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of crawl into <laughs> summer. Anyhow, we look forward to summer. It's, it's Stacy and my favorite time of the year. It's our favorite season of mm. the year. And what it normally means is some family time together. But this year is different. Our son, Sam, is uh, 24. He got married in January to a wonderful, wonderful woman, Susie. And our son, Blaine, graduated from college, our middle son, in May. So it was a year of like big, you know, kind of milestones. And and then our son, Luke, uh, just finished his first year of college. And so we didn't think that we were going to get much family time together this summer. Sam and Susie were headed to a new life together in Minneapolis. And uh, of course, Blaine, having graduated, is now off to kind of his adult life and chasing his dreams. And so we thought, well, maybe we'll get a week together. But we ended up having some very, very sweet, sweet family time, which is setting up where this story is going. But we could feel the clock ticking. Hmm. Um, In August, Sam and Susie would move from Colorado Springs, where they'd been for about six, seven months with us living here in town. And 
you know, their first apartment and just mm. all the joys of, you know, young marriage and Stacy and I having the wonderful opportunity of just being able to love on them and, and disciple mm. them in loving and, and in young married life. Well, we knew that that was coming to a close. And then Blaine was here for part of the summer and working, but we knew that he would be leaving in August as well. And and then Luke going back to his sophomore year mm -hmm. uh, in college up in uh, Washington State. And so, man, oh, that was just brutal. It was just brutal. I don't know how this all aligned, but it, it ended up all taking place within about 10 days of each other. You know, first packing Blaine up some of his sort of precious things from his childhood bedroom, you know, mm. in his truck as he moves off to his adult life and and saying those goodbyes. And and then barely 10 days later, um, the real brutal one for us was loading up the U-Haul and Sam and Susie and waving goodbye as they pulled away. Because that one feels like, you know, not forever, but, you know, for who knows how long, yeah. you know, they're off to their new life together. And and then two days later, mm, we load on. up Luke's car and Luke drives off, you know, for college. And so loss, um, do you remember the, those of you who are a little bit older, <laughs> Craig, do you remember the, um, it was some insurance company commercials back in the, in the 70s, you know, the young couple getting married and pulling off to their new life together. And it was the Carpenter song, We've Only Just Begun, right? Uh-huh. Oh, uh -huh. I mean, it was just, I, it, it just brings me to tears to even think of it. Mm. It was just a heart, mm. you know, just a heart jerker. It was tear jerker, mm. um, heart rending commercial. And, and that's what it was, you know, kind of waving as the van, you know, pulls off and, Stacy and I have really been wrestling with what do you do with with loss and I am convinced that goodbye is not spoken in heaven mm -hmm. like it's literally not in the lexicon of it's a word that does not exist right in the kingdom of God and therefore our hearts are not made for that word yeah just as our hearts were not made for death like death was not supposed to be part of the story. And so when death intrudes into our lives, man, don't you just recoil at it? Doesn't just everything in you scream and shout and no? And just as our hearts recoil at death, I found my heart recoiling at goodbye. There's just mm -hmm. something so profoundly wrong mm -hmm. about it. And Craig, it's in the midst of this that I guess the lesson from the summer that I wanted to share, first, let me tell you something that Jesus said this weekend, and let me back you up to what he's been doing. So I was walking, um, just taking a walk and processing this and neither trying to stuff my emotions, ignore my heart and just get busy, nor go to just wailing and lament and despair. And what Jesus said to me was, oh, John, John, no loss is permanent. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think what he said is no loss is forever. 
not for those who live in the kingdom of God, not for you, my son, not for you. And and there was just this profound sense of right, like um, there is loss. We are sad to see them go. But what Jesus has been bringing me to more and more in the last year and and in the last several months, and then as the theme of the summer, really is the restoration of all things mm-hmm. and the hope of the coming kingdom. Um, we take this annual family camping trip, as you know, to the Tetons in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and we, we've been doing it for 16 years. We've been wow. doing it. Yeah. We've been doing it since Luke was four. And so this trip is just filled with nostalgia and special places. You know, we have certain places we love to swim and certain places we love to hike and places we know we can always find moose and wildlife and, you know. The cliffs to jump off of. The cliffs to jump off of. And and this year was a, was a very sweet gift because we didn't think we would get that this year. We thought Sam and Susie would already be in Minneapolis. We thought Blaine would already be back in Spokane where he's living and working and but God gave us this sweet time. We got to go back for, I guess, it, maybe it was our 17th year. And it was absolutely beautiful, wonderful, sweet family time, laughter and, and you know, just beauty and adventures together. And, and I was very, very aware of just how poignant it was. I mean, it was almost like the beauty and the goodness of it was was kind of hard to take mm. because I knew it was fleeting. I knew that these goodbyes were coming, gosh, just, you know, a f- few weeks later. Yeah. And I could feel that. I could feel that this isn't real. This isn't, you know, this is a moment stolen out of time, but it's not, it's not what's going to be true, you know. And, and I'm like, Jesus... How do you even process like beauty and goodness when you know it's fleeting? Because the temptation is grasp onto it mm-hmm. and plan for next year's. You know, get that extra meal together and, you know, whatever it is, we grasp at it. Here's what Jesus said. He said, all of this that you are experiencing right now is the promise of my kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, wait. I've never looked at this trip like that before. Like the beauty of the wilderness and the adventures together and the relationships and the great conversations and the love. This is all a promise of the coming kingdom. That's why we love it so much. Whatever those precious memories are to us, whatever those special times, events, you know, and it goes with now no loss is forever. That these things are promises of the coming kingdom. And so this is how God's been catching our hearts. This is where he's been really, really rescuing us is with hope, like genuine hope, like, yes, life is fleeting. And yes, pain intrudes, loss intrudes, but even also just the beautiful moments don't last what do we do with all that? Mm-hmm. And where Jesus has been taking me is um, to hope and to really putting my hope in the restoration of all things. And, mm-hmm. you know, even just asking Jesus as we were as we were leaving the Tetons. And I said, uh, will we be back? 
And Jesus said, oh, many times. Mm. And I knew that he did not mean merely in this life. In fact, I don't know that he was promising me that in this life. But it was in the context of the coming renewal of all things, the coming of the kingdom of God. Jesus is saying, well, of course you will. That's good. John, when you say pain intrudes, the grief intrudes, the loss, as well as the transcendence and the poignant moments, and then Christ speaks of hope, what's the dynamic of that hope? Is that something you feel? Is that just something deeply rooted and settled? How does hmm. how does that hope kind of affect the fact that kids are gone, the room's empty every time. I mean, is it kind of a fallback belief or is it different than that? Craig, it's so much. It's so much. It's an immediate capture of the heart. Mm-hmm. It's like you just feel your heart falling, mm-hmm. maybe even free falling mm-hmm. into agreements and resignation and you know, some of us go eat, some of us go drink, some of us get busy, kind of however you handle mm-hmm. cynicism, resignation, shutting down, you know. But also the enemy, I can just rushes in in moments of loss to just go, see, see, this is what the real story is, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's a rescue. I can feel it. Like when Mm -hmm. you ask, what's the experience of it? I can literally feel my heart stop free falling, Mm -hmm. but I can also feel like, and I know this is a word you'll talk about, kind of the defiance against the enemy of no, no, it's not the true story. No loss is not final. That sneer, Mm -hmm. that mockery, that, that false triumph of the enemy that wants to just really, you know, kind of kick you when you're down, you know, mm-hmm. try and get the final word, put his interpretation on things. And and so, gosh, Craig, rescue, it's not theoretical, right. is what I'm trying to say. It's not just an idea of, oh, yes, I believe in theory that one day we will all be together again in heaven, meaning the wispy <laughs> religious experience in the sky that we all share. No, no, no. It's a tangible, immediate rescue and reorientation and reframing that really allows the heart to just breathe and go, no, like, we're good. We're good. Um, Pardon my gravity, but this is kind of what happens is, no, F you, loss. Mm -hmm. Like, no, like, Mm -hmm. I, I reject that. I, no, I'm not going to discouragement, despair, cynicism, resignation, shutting down, getting busy, going to my addictions. You know, no, no. The renewal of all things actually is my hope. Like really, tangibly, yes. John, just what you're describing, it, it just seems very much kind of in line with what you've talked about in the past, you know, the major theme, minor mm-hmm. theme. Like mm-hmm. they're both real themes mm-hmm. of our life. Mm-hmm. But you're experiencing grief real loss, all of that. But um, the major theme is is there's more. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Nothing's lost. Mm-hmm. Is that something that hits on this? Mm-hmm. Very much. Very much. And I know we talked about some of these themes last year in some podcasts, but 
even just that idea the scripture says. I was just reading the passage last night where Jesus says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust get in and a thief breaks in to steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. I mean, that is the most abstract concept. And let's just be honest. That's, yeah. you know, we feel like that's some sort of, you know, scolding of don't put your heart on that new coat. You know, don't put your heart on that that trip you want to take. You know, it feels very abstract, this idea of treasures in heaven, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then Paul says something absolutely wild when he says, set your hope fully on the return of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I go, Fully? We don't even put our hopes partially there. Really, honestly, not practically. But what I'm trying to describe is like a tangible, experiential, very real Mm -hmm. experience of, wait, no, I believe in the renewal of all things. And that frees my heart to enjoy the good things without latching on to them, you know. This is the promise of the coming kingdom. And it frees my heart not to be taken out by loss Mm -hmm. and just go, no, you're not permanent. No, I make no agreement with you. No, Mm -hmm. no. And even, Craig, even I think there's, there's even kind of a trap maybe for the more sensitive or feeling soul or or maybe the person that's trying to be more in touch with how they're doing. I think there's this trap of, wow, I really need to, I need to just kind of really yes. experience this loss, this grief. I, I, I need to kind of stay in this. And I felt like Jesus says, no, no, actually, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Because that's just simply not true. Because it's so closely connected with, the minor theme trying to assert itself is the major theme. Yeah. You know, loss is what's real. Yeah. Well, for some reason, we get at least partially a taste of joy, some forms of happiness, meaning, purpose, grief, suffering. But when you talk about intangibles, hope, it just feels, I think for most all of us, just kind of a theoretical concept going back to that idea that, I mean, who experiences hope? When do you ever hear outside of a hospital, Mm. perhaps. Mm. It's Mm. just one of those feelings that seems very foreign to our experience. You know why? Why? Because we are entirely looking to our life now. Mm -hmm. That's why. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, we are entirely looking to this life to meet all of our deepest longings, hopes, dreams, aspirations, needs, wants, desires, right? Right. Here's what Pascal says. He says, we make a nothing of eternity and an eternity of nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The the reality of the kingdom coming is void and absent from our experience, life, heart. And therefore, and therefore... To accept, begin to open your heart up to, to begin to embrace the reality of the coming kingdom is very real Mm -hmm. and actually very near. Mm -hmm. It's very close. 
and with it, the renewal. This is how Jesus describes it in Matthew 19. He calls it at the renewal of all things when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne. You know, to allow your heart to begin to go, no, 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 the renewal of all things is real. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get to participate in that. Reframes both joy now, which is fleeting, and it reframes loss now, which is not permanent. Mm-hmm. You know, it reframes it in such a way that I think we really can begin to experience hope in some pretty phenomenal ways. Yeah, it's good. Um, why don't we pause here? Because I think there's a part two to this. I, I want to ask you about your summer, um, what you've been experiencing. And I, mm-hmm. I just kind of got a hunch that you've got something that's going to go right in, in harmony with this. So um, hope and hope in the renewal of all things, friends. You've been listening to the Ransomed Heart Podcast with John Eldridge and Craig McConnell. As always, we invite you to come to our website at ransomedheart.com and also invite you to experience our new app because you can listen to these podcasts through our new app right there on your phone and get our daily readings. There's a whole bunch of prayers on there that kind of rescue you in a variety of situations and just great stuff. So come get more deeply connected. 